Let's go! Who's up next? Welcome, Internet, to the Xbox Empire podcast, part of the Play Some Video Games network of podcasts. I'm Elaine, joined by Donnie. It's Wednesday. Let's do the damn thing. Uh, before we do the damn thing, though, let me, because we will get off on a tangent and not do the damn thing. So many let tangents. Me, so many tangents. Let me give a shout out to our Patreon producers, because I love you guys and we appreciate you. So here we go. Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh Bonesaw Bourbon, Chris McElfrish, Devin Tyus, Kyle Heyman, Paul Calicote, Michael Masick, The Eggshen, Zach Bradshaw, Nick Fallhaber, Rudez93, Rob Emanuel, Ben Moxham, and Grouchy Surge. We appreciate you guys. We appreciate everybody who helps out on Patreon, tweets at us, everybody who supports the show. That's why we do this, and we're so happy to do it. <laughs> Because you guys are rad. Donnie, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. I got to uh, meet listener of the show, Chris, a.k.a. G.I. Jello, from the (laughs) Discord. Isn't it funny Like when you do internet stuff and you meet internet friends? And you want to call them by their internet name, and then you're like, now it's awkward. (laughs) He actually messaged me the day of. He's like, by the way, my name's Chris. Oh, thank God. Because I'm always like, do I ask? Should I know already? I'm so awkward. Because I only know him by his Discord tag. I've talked to him for two (laughs) years, but I only know him by his Discord tag. But I got to meet him and his wife. They bought my Xbox One X, my Cyberpunk edition, which because he was a listener of the show, I gave him a very, very sweet deal. Look at how nice you are. I sold it for, I think, I, I think he would agree with this. I sold it to him for as cheap as you could possibly sell one of those for. I'm impressed. And pleased, considering the debacle with the Nintendo pins. <laughs> That's a big reason why I didn't mind selling it to him for so right? cheap. I've made so much money selling stuff. Oh, God. God. Donnie's like, like, Captain, let's make a deal on eBay, except there are no deals, I except raised, if we know you. I raised like $1,600 over eBay the last three weeks. Just selling That's, off old stuff that I had, just old collectible items and old things that I got that I'm not using that are in drawers. I sold most of my Switch docks. I sold a lot of extra controllers, a Joy-Con, that's it. I sold a oh. pair of Joy-Con. Whoa! My Pokemon Let's Go Joy-Con sold for obscene amounts of money. Yeah, those are crazy because you can't get them separate. Right. So th- those and the Animal Crossing ones, which I I covet. sold those too. I, I figured you did. I kept my dock. Uh, that's the okay. one dock that I kept. But that, that Genki travel dock is incredible. I've heard really good things. It's- I actually picked up. Uh, I know we're talking about the switch on an Xbox sure. podcast. Hey, Deal with it, people. Life, I don't maybe. even care. I uh, I picked up a twenty dollars used Nintendo dock during that crazy fire sale that GameStop yeah. had. So I'm excited about having a. It second cleaned dock. my entire shelf that I had set up for it. Like it's just one cable that I have nicely like pinned behind the desk. So um, it's it's even got its own holder. So when I'm not done using it, I can just throw it behind the desk and nobody sees it. And it won't go. All I got to do is reach and grab it and pull it back up. I like that. I like clean desks and I cannot lie. So, do I. so yep. I have a clutter thing. I just I need things to be in their place. Yeah. Um, so I guess that speaks a lot to my. So, yeah. So I sold 
all kinds of stuff, which is why I was happy to make a deal to a friend of the show. And he was so nice. And my wife, he he, he said so many nice things about listening to us podcasts Aww. and me podcasts and all these things that he liked. My wife was like, don't say that. You're just going to give him a big, big <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that. You don't understand what you do to our egos. They're all <laughs> We do this on the internet. We're, we're maybe borderline narcissists. We all know like, that. Of course, like, people you know. want to hear me talk about this stuff. Of course. <laughs> Dude. Oh, this is what happens when you still have two weeks till hardware day. Um, oh. Technically one day less than two weeks, but I've discovered we're two weeks from the in-between, which is the dark day between the two console launches. It's exactly two weeks. Well, from that's today. not a dark day. I'm going to be playing while everybody else just sits there and counts their thumbs. Well, let's hope we I'm get gonna those I'm going to make so much fun of PlayStation then. that day. Like oh the God. day after, November 11th, I'm just going to flood PSXP with pictures of me I, playing games. Like, How's I do feel, not guys? condone this behavior, listeners. I, I have do not condone 12 days, this. 4 hours, and 14 minutes. Sexy new hardware coming. Speaking of, these things are like everybody's got consoles. Review units are going out. And yep. I've been seeing unboxings of both the PlayStation and the both Xbox and the S is tiny. I don't think I really realized it until I saw a human being holding it next to regular household objects. How like, it's so little. Do you think that's a sales boon? Do you think people care? Like if people walk into no. a GameStop and they're like, I want a new console that I'm hearing about. And the GameStop person goes, cool. Here is the X. Here's the PlayStation 5. Uh... Here is the S. Do you think somebody looks at the S and they go, ooh, Look at this tiny little thing. I want this one. I think there exist people who care uh, about that. I will say that I I realize this may be an unpopular opinion. I care about the way my consoles look in a media center. I know there's been a lot too. of like drama about that, but I care. Uh, and so like whether or not I put it in a prominent position or kind of set back and kind of hidden, it depends on what it looks like. Like I can't control what it looks like, but how it looks does dictate well, where it we goes. We had those PS5 photos of it like just sitting on carpet and stuff. I, they make me anxious. I don't like it. Mm -mm. Coach Smith, nineteen ninety three, asks if we're going to sell our current Xbox, should we do so now? Yeah, like probably. Yeah, you it, probably it depends. Should. Actually, it really depends on which one you have, Coach. Because Agree. here's the thing: if you just have a regular model, the the bottom for those have probably already fallen out. So you might just want to keep it, unless you just want to let it go. Like if you just want to get rid of it, then go ahead and get what you can for it. But if you're trying to get top value. It's that time has actually already come and gone. If you maybe any... the the X's they're off the shelves. So a standard issue X, you probably still do okay on because you can't just I think walk it's into like a two hundred ish. The last I checked, yeah. I'm just gonna give it to one of my kids. There you go. I'm not even gonna bother. I'm and not even gonna bother thing, selling. Two hundred dollars. It. It's a still a four K capable multimedia streamer. Yeah. And with the future of X Cloud coming to it, it almost makes plus four K Blu rays and stuff. I kind of I kind of like it's it's just worth keeping if you're not getting at least yeah. two hundred. I'm also the type of person who keeps the last model of phone when I buy a new one just in case mm, because it gives me the option to plug it back in and play something if this thing craps the bed on me. I mean, maybe it's just, look, I'm very type A oh, and I'm a planner. Oh, he's got the one S. Yeah, you're not going to be able to sell I would just, that. I, I would just get rid of it. it. Or yeah, I would keep it, yeah. Well, I mean, you're not going to no... get anything for it. No. You're not going to get anything for a one S. If you have an extra TV in your house, stick it on that and there use it for go. Netflix. Or give it to May a friend. Christmas is coming up. Box that yep. bad boy up and give it to somebody. Set it all up with a with a username and log into all their accounts for them or something and be like, here, code. I recommend haunting a blind manor right now because I'm still emotionally distraught over it. Go watch it. So, but I, how do you feel about 
you put this in the notes, but I'm going to steal it. How are you feeling about this PS5 next to the X and S and in furniture situation? All these consoles, how are we I, feeling I about I think this? The, the joke that I've been making for six months is absolutely true. The PS5 is huge and it looks huge. And It's a big boy. I kept thinking that when we saw them actually next to each other that I would look at them and go, see, it's oh, not that big. It's but not that I bad. Didn't. The, the moment I saw actual pictures, I was like, oh, it is that big. It's huge. I really wish... It wasn't white. And this is me. All my other stuff in the console unit is black. I just wish the whole thing was black, especially with that sick blue light on it. Like, that's why I'm so enthralled with the Xbox's look, because it's just, it's black. I like that. You I can get look. those faceplates and change it. That's one On the cool sides? Thing. Those big those, menu? Those the whole plates thing? pop off, and there are already third-party okay. folks making replacements, and I imagine I, Sony will make them too. Cause I, they, do, I do like that. They just pop off. I do like that. It's my favorite thing about the console. It's way yeah, too big for me to want to get one. But it, if they, you know, if they made a smaller one, I would hope that it would keep faceplates because I love faceplates. I love faceplates. I'll I, buy thirty of them I'm and change them every day of the month. Some, yeah, I'll snap on. What do you want? Final Fantasy this month? Snap them off. I could <laughs> whatever easily new game. grab a handful of 3DS faceplates. That's crazy. I didn't do the the 3DS ones. But I did I so had many of them. I have like thirty pairs of them. Oh my God. I, I have limited ones. I've got yeah. ones that you can only get if you were a club Nintendo ambassador in Japan. Like I got, I get Ooh. strangely crazy into Facebook. I love so this accessorizing. Is good. Well, so. this is the, un- that's the only unfortunate thing about the Xbox, right? Like you can't, you can't, I mean, look, it's, mm. you know, I mean, it looks good though. I mean, I it doesn't look it looks, bad. I think it looks, I think it looks like it fits. It's going to fit right mm-hmm. into people's things that they already have because it doesn't really look that different than an echo. Or any of these speakers or any other console or box <laughs> Which, that we have. Yeah, it looks like if if my Amazon voice device did a bunch of steroids. Yeah. <laughs> it got yeah. real beefy. Mm-hmm. It just kind of... And when yeah. you see it in people's settings, um, it just kind of fades into it. I whereas do Whereas like the PlayStation just stands out of it. I mean, it's just brash. Yeah. It's very I think for some- brazen. For some people, that's attractive, yeah. you know, for some people sure. with very, mo- like, I don't have a very modern that's look me. to my home. Um, mine is very, like, I'm just, like, I'm utilitarian almost and, like, straightforward. So the Xbox actually looks better with the furniture that I own. But I, I don't hate the PlayStation. I brought I just that think up it's when a- it was unveiled and everybody looked at me like I was being a hater. Was, no, it's just like, the truth. Yeah, it's like, I this matters a lot to me. I don't want a thing that's, st- like, I was thinking, um how big it is if I put it, I have these two plastic stands next to my TV, like plastic okay. shelves. Yep. It would be so out of place. <laughs> yeah. Mine's going to be up on there. I actually uh, cleared a spot for the PS5 because I bought both and I had to move one of my arcade sticks that was up there because it's about the same dimensions wow. as this big ass like lap wow. arcade stick. And I was like, well, I'm ready, but holy crap. <laughs> I mean, look, it. it's something. It's okay to, to care about the aesthetics of your I console, I guess. I do. I mean, if Look, anybody I out care. there that feels like that, I care. I always have. I care. So you'll yeah. never hear me shame anybody else for it because I care no. greatly. You're allowed to care. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, look, two weeks. Hardware will be here soon. Yeah. Mm. I'm excited. In the meantime, I guess we have lots to talk about because Phil Spencer is still talking. Actually, <laughs> before we get into that, theaters. speaking of next week, um, Sean Capri oh. coming over from That's the right. Xbox drive. He has an Xbox series x if you didn't pay attention to their youtube stuff he unboxed it in the back of his car i love it the xbox drive ball thing but the review embargo was up next week and we've made a scheduling commitment to have sean so he'll be first here to talk about his review of the box we can ask him all the questions it's just that's when the embargo's up that's when it Can't all wait drops to trap. 
We can do whatever we want. We can ask whatever we want. I can't wait to trap him. I mean, be nice to him on our show. No, he seems like a great guy. Oh, so yes. I'm very Sean excited. Capri is the Bob Hope of podcasting. He's everybody's friend. He has zero Oh, I enemies. like it. He goes on everybody's show. I mean, he is just like the podcaster humanitarian uh, among us. He also has great hair. Don't yes. tell him I told him. He's a great him podcaster. That. I mean, I've yeah. always, I've, I love Sean forever. So, so we'll, that will be next week. So we'll be able to talk to him about his experiences with the boxing day next one. Week. We'll be recording That's a day exciting. One live show. So yeah. if you're listening, maybe go watch us live so you can ask questions and stuff like right when we'll have them. You can do it live. Follow us on Twitter and yeah. you'll be able to know. Mm-hmm. Get ready. Gird your loins <laughs> for this. It's going to be good. All right. Now we can get into the man who never stops giving interviews, a.k.a. Phil Spencer. He's just so good at it. So he, he was just on a keeps... podcast today. He that man must be exhausted. <laughs> I, I, you... why, why can't why are we on his list? <laughs> How are these people yeah, getting to, to I'm very nice. I'm very nice. I have an endless supply of like Xbox or, you know, T-shirts. Come hang out. Uh, so he he who did he talk to for this interview? I don't even remember who he talked to. Forgive me. I was looking at the chat. Um, How dare you? Uh I don't remember. I don't remember either. To be honest, he was talking about he was talking essentially about the idea of XCloud and like TV stream sticks and additional tiers of game. I want to say game reactor, but I could be confusing this that with another one because he's done so many in the past. He never stops giving interviews. He never stops giving interviews. He was giving an interview a podcast today, and I saw a quote from him about Game Pass where people were like, "Uh, "Do you think you're going to need to change the pricing?" And he's like, "Nope." It's good the way it is. It's it's successful the way it is. It's so funny. In our own Discord and within PSVG, from the day it was announced, we've had several folks question its own viability, which I think is hilarious because it's Microsoft. Even if it lost money, it's not like they're, they they're not going to lose billions and they've got the money to cover it. I think by most accounts, what we've seen so far is um, if you omit the, the studio acquisitions, of course, because that's a company-wide thing. The Game Pass promotions that they've done in terms of the buy one, get one, get in for a dollar and everything like that, even with those there, they're almost, they're about breaking even. It's about where they are now if you omit like the studio acquisitions from the equation. So they're about breaking even right now. And as we saw from their earnings, they're up 30%. Yeah. And they they were up 30% from March in June. So they're up like almost 50% since last year. And you can only imagine that the Bethesda acquisition, the new console, and everything else that they're trying to push, Halo, that'll continue to drive that. So if they're borderline breaking even even a little less now, if you're projecting that into the future, then that looks like a very promising venture. Agree. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they, and they made those strides relatively quickly as yeah. far as like new and, and unique services go. Like it, yeah, absolutely. Like the only person who probably did better was Netflix. Yeah. When you really look at it over time. And I have no numbers and I'm not a financial Especially person. for just... something that's not like Amazon, where it's exactly. something you use anyway. So right. they can keep hitting you with that. Like Xbox is a marginalized gaming platform just in gaming. Even in yeah. gaming, it was marginalized compared to PC, compared to mobile, compared to PlayStation's market share. It was a small, a small thing. So for them to have the subscription, for them to be the ones that jump up over 15, 20 million subscribers, I think now if we were taking those percentages, probably close to 20 now, yeah. where everybody else had the opportunity, PlayStation Now, Stadia. It's, it's, yeah, they tried. Yeah. They continue to try. Amazon's bringing Luna to the table too. They continue to try. It was Xbox's full on embrace of the idea. 
That's what it is. Yeah, it's not just, here's a subscription for some games if you don't want to buy them. No, they were like, our best games are going to be there day one. That's such a huge difference. I think they they went all in with this and then drove the next generation with this. And they they didn't break that commitment. This is what they do now. really did it. And that's what I know. That, this is what differs them from Sony and Nintendo. Yeah. They are still selling hardware that plays exclusive games that you will buy the hardware for. Xbox mm-hmm. has stepped out of that. They're no longer doing that. Xbox now sells Game Pass. They sell services. Yep. They're good at it too. Just they, Game Pass. Xbox started doing what the whole of Microsoft was already good at. And they yep. realized, oh, right, that's what we do. It's funny because his interview great. today, they asked him, like, does everybody need to get Game Pass? And they were like, no, like, you've got options. You can yeah. play on PC. You can buy the games outright if you want to, but they've made such a strong case for like what lunatic would do that. And he's and this interview that we're talking about here that, that he gave the other day further drives the point. I quote, I think you're going to see lower price hardware as part of our ecosystem when you think about streaming sticks and other things that somebody might want to just go plug into their TV and play via xCloud. You can imagine us even having something that we included in the Game Pass subscription that gave you an ability to scre- stream xCloud games to your TV and buy the controller. Like... He just he's just going to keep driving this that forward. Was amazing because so many people were like, "They're going to make streaming sticks." Those YouTube videos and stuff I was like, "Duh!" It, this was always the case. This they want to they want to eat Stadia's lunch. I mean, this is just and that's, what, if you're you know? streaming, this is what you do. Mm-hmm. The whole point you, of streaming is that you don't need expensive hardware. You need cheap hardware that has that access. works consistently. Yeah, that has access to the service. They've and already I think it, done this. They have their um. Microsoft, I think it's called Miracast. They had these little mm-hmm. cast dongles you could do your Windows 10 thing from. Yep. They sold those for a while. They've done a lot of similar things with like Surface and they've got sticks and stuff like that. Um, this will be its own Roku enabled kind of app device that has enough processing power and Wi-Fi that you can connect and play yeah. at a reasonable time. It'll be after it comes to browsers and after like they're focused on the biggest market first and that's the phone. I was just going to say, if you don't get this on phones, ASAP, they're phone gonna, that's... is most important. So right now yes. they are doing their browser workaround so they can get to iPhone. And when they get on iPhone, then you, I think we'll, I still don't think we've seen them push for the phone market. Right now no. they're just dabbling. They're just like, hey, you can play it. They're, they haven't upped the quality. They're not, they're not actually promoting it. They're not marketing. They're not telling people to do it. They are just saying like, hey, it's available. Here's a controller. Right. That's it. Yeah. Once Just they get the browser workaround with the iPhone, then you're going to really start to see it. Commercials. You can play Xbox today for a dollar on your phone. Like it'll become, I honestly think for a while, it might even become the public appearance of Xbox might become phone. Because sure, I think they're going to push that far. They're going to push it that I, hard. I think it's interesting to think about that. And I wonder if it le- they, they eventually leverage it into a better Surface phone style device too, because I could see them also wanting to do that. So yeah. I'm glad that they are successful with this service that and they we can saw dump that, it on. That partnership commercial that they did with Samsung when they yeah they did X. one with Samsung. We'll just yeah. see a lot more of that. Yep. And then once they get the phone and the browser working, then we'll see it come natively to desktops. Then we'll start seeing it roll out to consoles, and then that'll be it. It'll just be yeah. one of the ways you can play. Oh, that's already included with the subscription yep. that you have. And then they'll sell <laughs> a little box. Here's Game Pass <laughs> with three months and a little streaming stick and a controller for sixty bucks. That's generous. I was going to say more like a hundred, but you know, that controller is sixty bucks by itself, right? But, yeah, like it's the. But you would eat the cost, or at least I sure. would. If I was Phil, yeah, it's like no, no, Maybe. no, no, no. Let, let's get let's give them Game Pass for free. Let's build the dongle for free. Think about a Roku, right? Roku is twenty, thirty bucks. Yeah, yeah. 
cheap. Let's that's do not the, the dongle problem. for free. Oh yeah, that for free for Let's sure. Let's put the so, controller yeah. in. They're not spending that much on controllers. Like we see their controller now. We have a question about it later. So like their controllers now isn't all that different than controllers they've been making for the last no. ten years. You They're can not. sell it at forty bucks and not come out. Sell that thing as close to even as possible to push the drive. Agreed. The drive is subscribers. Or use all the, the the warehouse of other like you know original one controllers that you have and dump those into it. Who yeah. cares if it has this? You don't need the share button in that scenario necessarily. Do you know what I mean? Start pushing so, on TVs. Comes this to is going to get Roku wild. TVs and stuff natively. This is going to get wild. I'm Which excited. Is, again, I just thought it was funny that people thought this was news. Uh, I put it <laughs> I in mean, here because it was a big story, but I don't. I really didn't see this as as news at all. I think. I don't think it is. I think it's kind of clear that that's where this is going, but I think it's interesting that he's saying it out loud. That's what becomes interesting, right? Because we could all see, like, I think that if you really buy in on the service, you can see where it's going. Oh, yeah. But to hear somebody in his position say out loud, like, hey, why not? We'll just do all of it is exciting, I think, and encouraging, you know? So let's talk about other exciting things. Oh, this is buddy. actually news. This is news. So the coalition, our Gears of War makers, um, announced this week that or in the last five days that gears five is getting a significant update this later this year uh i guess november 10 you're getting some of this stuff or all yeah, of it is that it. right yep. so you get two new difficulty modes i i they're they're higher iron man and inconceivable i can't imagine I don't playing care. gears five harder than i played it's it. already hard it's um but I anyway it on there normal are people. And i died a lot there are people who really, yeah, there are people who want that and it's not me, but there are new character skins for Kate, Dell, and JD. Weapon skins, cool. All your jack upgrades are going to carry over. Sure. Mutator's fine. New achievements, cool. Mutator, Campaign, new game plus. Mode. Big head mode is weird. That's funny. <laughs> it's, it's so, um, Campaign, new game plus, new story DLC, which yep. they're calling Hive Busters, is coming later this year. So I don't know that that's coming on the 10th, but it is no, coming. That's coming. They announced a date. It's December. Yeah, it's soon. Yeah. Soon. Yeah. Also, aren't they pushing uh, like uh, some sort of update to optimize for the X oh, and yeah. S also oh, like yeah, yeah, with yeah. this? It's, yeah. it's blown up through the roof. You're doing 120 frames up to 4K across multiplayer. They th I think they said even in campaign. I'm still interested to find out findings on that. I'm not sure if that's yeah. true. Um, the Hive Busters DLC is going to be short two to three hours. That's fine. Um, they had that Hive Busters mode that you could play multiplayer, like that that little, like, um, you start with nothing and then you kind of fight your way out. I yeah, imagine, the, the escape mode style thing, Yeah, right? I imagine yeah. that this is kind of a play off of that and it'll have its own sure. separate story. So Hive Busters are these wow. these gears that um, they, they allow themselves to be captured, to be brought to the nest, then they plant a device and blow it up and run away. So they'll yeah. add a little story to that and you'll be able to play it single player DLC for a couple hours, which... I think sounds great. Yeah. I like more content. And then in the completely ludicrous, <laughs> they revoice the entire campaign with Batista and you can just layer him over top of Marcus and play the whole campaign that way, which is, I know some people are like, it's funny. I think it's silly. I won't probably use it, but I think it's hilarious. I don't I'm know. definitely going to replay this with Batista as Would Marcus. you? I, I like Marcus a lot. This is so kind of divisive. Won't. I've seen several folks that are like, Me too. I'm never going to not play as Marcus, but you're not playing as not Marcus. It, he you're is playing Marcus, as, but he's, yes. the lines, his role, everything he's saying is Marcus. It's just as if, as if Dave Batista was playing him in a movie. And sure. I think that's like two things. I think it's really cool that video games allow us to have that, mm -hmm. right? If we never have a Gears movie and Batista can never play Marcus, then now he can. He can play it in the video mm -hmm. game. 
the second thing that I think about it, think that it's really cool is I was already planning on replaying Gears 5. And this yeah. is a great way to replay the game and make it That's feel very new true. again. My only disappointment is that this is not Gears 4 because I want to hear Batista deliver the tomatoes line from Gears 4, which I, <laughs> I love so much. I do much. wish they updated Gears 4. I've said I would love this treatment for Gears 4 because Gears that, 4 um, I love. That Hive Busters mode, I'm excited because it'll feature new characters. Yes. And yes. Um, I imagine, I feel pretty confident that one or two people could die in Gears 6. Like I feel oh. pretty confident at least one is and probably yeah, sure. two could. So yeah. maybe getting folks used to some new characters that could show up in the future is a good idea. I would like I to off. see. I Yeah. Hey, I'm always here for new characters. Like I don't have, I love the gear series. I have like a special Same. place for it. I, I really new do. Gears art. Yeah, Look you it. do. And I'm wearing a, I'm wearing a Lancer shirt right so now. Good. Cause why not? But I, I'm just more of it is good. And if you're going to, make me wait longer for six than doing stuff like this at launch is exciting. And I wish they would do it with four as well. Cause I really I liked too. gears Four a great deal more than I probably should have. I think, um, I think Marcus will die in gear six. As long as they don't take Kate down because I, I love her. I think she could too. I, I will cry. She could <laughs> I can't either, handle. So it's like one of two anymore. things. I think she could die or she could turn that I would, and then that would be your next trilogy. I don't need to cry. Is okay, fighting Donnie, the, the Queen Cape. I've had so many emotional roller coasters with media and in the last week. Do, I can't cry you anymore. You could be tears. Del, and you've got to go kill Kate. I mean, that could be very. I, I can't do this. But I maybe he this. could save her. See, this is. I'm gonna, I love gears. I'm gonna. I do too. I actually genuinely do. Yeah. Uh, I think that when this new piece of hardware comes out at some point over the next couple months, when some of the video games actually slow down, I might go back through the whole series because I like it that much. Yeah. Yeah. I like it a great deal. And I have not revisited the first three in a very long time. So what else do we have to talk about? Let's talk about these consoles a little more on the tech side. Um, I guess uh, people have these, right? So impressions are starting to come out. People are talking about them. Multiplayer on series X and S are hitting 120 frames per second and support cross-play between the xbox one and pc so if you get a cross-generational game you can just play with everybody mm -hmm. is that where we're landing on this that's mm -hmm. kind of rad they, and they're they working on like trying to 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 level the playing field like with the frames and stuff that's which, interesting because yeah like, i don't know how that works to be i don't do enough pc stuff i imagine that the pc landscape is full of if your pc can run the game faster than somebody else you just have an advantage I think we've seen some of that with Call of Duty for sure, but mm. it's also more about like from a multiplayer standpoint, it's about the input device almost more than the frames for some people. Um, I know that there's an issue with number of frames and having an sure. advantage as well, but keyboard and mouse always get an advantage. And they, so. they mentioned that they've reduced latency by almost 30 to 50% across that's campaign nuts. and multiplayer. That's nuts. That's nuts. Think of how different Gears 5 is going to feel when you play. It's going to be like a brand new game. I'm and very excited. I, I, I remember over the summer or before the summer leading up to the the series x i kept telling everybody i was like man i'm really excited for gears 5 and everybody's like old game nobody cares yeah. like i'm really excited for gears 5 legit really excited they, to replay this video game i am excited about it too they bumped the uh even the cinematics to 60 frames instead of 30 which has like always been a, a weird catching point for me that mm -hmm. i don't necessarily care about things being at 30 frames it's when there's an obvious jump Yep. that I struggle, right? So it's kind of nice that it's like, well, we fixed. Don't worry about it. You'll get 60 frames The game is going to be you know? so, much more, so much more stable, so much yes. more smoother, 
There'll be so many more effects. It'll look so much better. All the attention and the detail that's been done, it'll load so much faster. Like, it's going to be a different experience. It's not going to be the same when you played it. I also didn't spend as much time with Gears 5 as I kind of probably should have because there's a ton of stuff that was just out. So I played oh, through I the story, that, yeah. but I didn't, did you, I didn't all go the through everything. stuff. I got all I the didn't. puzzles. Yeah. That's just how I play games. I, well, and I, I didn't do that. Cause I was like, ah, I want to see this story. I want to see how it resolves or how it bridges me. And then I'm good. I'll move on. So now I can sit here and say, well, I didn't do all that stuff. Yeah. So now I can and I have an excuse. I've always attributed I mean? that. I think um, some of my most early games were like Zelda and Resident Evil things. And I've yep. always played that way. And every other game, that's how I play games. <laughs> I think, interesting for me because it's telling if I do that with a game. So I'm often the type of person who wants to experience the story and the characters and get into those like personalities, but I'm okay with leaving some of the nuance in the dust, like side stuff. If I it's just like pumpkin Jack, I almost got all of those big hits. You almost got, and I was just like, I don't care. I want to see where this is going. If, if I care enough about a game to start digging into every corner to find like resident evil seven did this to me, I dug up every madhouse coin. I played it through multiple times. I got every achievement. That means I love a game. Yeah. Like that's uh, like a high mark. Like that's a gold star. So, but I'm happy to go back through this one. I loved Kate. She's a great character. I'm so happy to hear you say that. I'm so happy that I have a co-host that thinks that. I love. I like that game directly into the camera. <laughs> Stop. Snoring. I hope you're out there. I hope you see my eyes when I said this. I am. I, I realize that it's been a year of or a decade of this, even at this point, or at least that's how it feels. But I'm always here for a strong female lead character. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I. I mean, look, I'll wear it on the I outside. Think I'm more a woman. so than some of the other ones. If I could defend Kate a little more so than some of the other ones, I think Kate was necessary for Gears. Yes. Kate added a lot of levity and really a groundedness. Like the second trilogy has such a grounded approach to it that makes it feel. A little bit more grown up than the first one, the first trilogy. I agree. And I think that's helpful as so many of us have grown up with Gears. They also wrote her as more complex. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't think that's just because she's female. I think they just got better at writing a character. Yeah. But she's like she's conflicted in a very specific way. And the voice actress does a very good job of playing that. Like she's very good. Um, and we haven't had a great female gears character since Anya. And Anya basically just gets yelled at into a microphone most of the time until yeah. three. So it was I like time. It. They needed to change it up, and yeah. they did. And, they, and and that's the difference is that for for Gears, it's a change up of the series, almost like yeah. like God of War, like went through a transformation this gen. Gears very much did a very similar type effect. Whereas I feel like a lot of other games just star a girl. They're just like yeah, hey, there, there is protagonist that. is just a girl now. Whereas like with Gears, it's not like a rewritten thing. It's not a it's not a rehash of something else, just with a girl character. She is put into the Gears universe with care. She I agree. Fits in you know, with Marcus and JD and Dom and everybody else. And you get to meet Baird. It's almost like a, a revisiting. It's like a, you know, like yep. all of that matters if you've played Gears 1, 2, and 3 in Judgment. Yeah. And she specifically feels different from those characters because she comes from a different place than all of those like career war guys. Yep. You know what I mean? She's not that person. She comes from something different. And I think that's why I vibe with her so much. There are some female characters that just get slotted in. And you could just replace their story with a male story and it would be like, yeah. whatever. There are some, though, that are written kind of with that care. And I think she is definitely one of them. Cassandra was also one of them from Assassin's Creed. Really good. I have a soft spot in my heart for certain types of girls, clearly. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to other video games because, boy, that was the good news. Let's talk about the lukewarm news. Really? I'm ecstatic for this news. This news is great. What a great development. Well, you're excited. Okay. <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077 hit a delay. They're delayed until December 10. Um, they're, 
the reason that they've cited, they released a statement on their Twitter. You can go read it. But basically, it's like, yo, we're, we're delivering this on um, a bunch of stuff. And it's a lot. And it's hard work. And Nine I get that. platforms. Nice. They updated so, today. They said that it's running great on PC. You can play it start to finish and next gen. So basically, what they're saying is our previous gen console versions aren't running so hot. They're struggling with that. And the problem is that those are going to sit in market until they get the next gen update actually out because it's not going to be a day and date update. So they have to make them work or people are going to be pissed. And I get that. So would you're you support excited. them delaying it at all? It's out on Series X and PS5 today. It'll come to PS4 and Xbox One in January or whatever. Boy, I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like if you're going to do that, then just hold it and dump it on everything at I'm with once. You. I feel like they kind of have one shot at this game because of how how bumpy it's been, you know, up and down and up and down, that they got to do this kind of right by everybody up front. Um, I think if you were to stagger it, which I've seen a lot of people asking for, I think what that does is it sets you up to get hit by both people. The people Agreed. that will actually play it will also yell at you for not, you know, supporting everybody. And then the people that don't get it will be upset. Agreed. And they will yell at you too. So this way, basically, just kind of let's, let's keep everybody together. Um, I saw a lot of people. I saw one person, um, an Xbox follower that I follow, and he said he was, uh, he tweeted, he said, I'm gutted by this news. And I it's replied, 21 days. I re- that's exactly what I replied back to. I was like, <laughs> it's 21 days. How is that gutting to anything at all? Let's be clear. I still think that we need to have a real conversation in this industry about what going gold means under conditions where you can go gold and then not so release. Going and gold just means you're ready to press discs. It does, which means that you're sitting on a huge day one patch. Going well, gold used thing. to mean the game was done. Right. But how many and games have gone gold that still release buggy? Have you seen the Watch Dogs reviews today? Yes, I've read them all. I'm so they excited about gold? the game. <laughs> yeah, they, that's, that's the thing. I think Maybe that, they shouldn't have. Well, the problem is that people who've been in this and cared about this for so long hear gold and they think done. And we are no longer there. That no yeah. longer means anything. So what they should just say is we're pressing discs now. It's just marketing. Like, it's just a marketing it, thing. It is. We've gone but, gold. Like it doesn't really mean anything. I don't think it has this entire generation. The moment we went to discs being install files, yes. like going gold doesn't mean anything. I think that some people still have the perception that it does, though, and maybe we need oh, to clearly. adapt some and change the language. Some people think it actually plays from the disc. Well, there's... <laughs> oh, it'll play. We didn't say it'll play well. Um, <laughs> back to your point from before, though. I think if you release this thing on the X and PS5 up front and then hold the other ones and those are in any way buggy, people will have a crap fit. Oh, That's the other buggy. reason. They- like, this game... Oh, it's going to be a mess. It's The Witcher. I mean, the 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 amount of systems and design that this game has, it's going to be buggy. Like, just games like this are going to be buggy. And I will give the same defense for Watch Dogs. Um, Sure. I was really upset to hear that a game that was supposed to come out a year ago is still having so many bugs today. But I will give them some defense. They're trying to do something that hasn't really been done before. That's And open-world games are notoriously problematic for this, no matter who makes them. There's not been a single one that I've played in the last five years that has launched without at least crashing to desktop or whatever. Like a game at least where one. you could be any NPC that's walking around at any point. Like the amount that's of bananas. combinations of variations that they have to account for and something that, because it doesn't make sense. Like you may think, well, it doesn't matter, but it does. It's Somebody hard. picks up the wrong th- bread or something somewhere in the game. Like who knows what that does down the line. Like there are effects like that to game code. And, and I think uh, what, what we've seen with the Witcher and it's like the side quests and the depth that, that CD Projekt Red goes for, like they're setting themselves up for this. So hold the game yeah. until it's ready. And that's fine. I understand people are upset. I, there are so many video games coming out in the next three weeks that I'm overwhelmed. So I'm I have like 
just never not now been so happy to see a game get delayed. <laughs> well, I you was can play Age of relieved. Day one. Yeah. The day that it happened, I was like, now I can play Valhalla. I was going to say, come with me to the War Viking yeah. Ladyland. Yes, yeah. we're going to go do War Viking stuff. That was the first thing I That's thought of. That's what we're going like, to do. Oh, now I can play Valhalla, and then I can play that for a couple weeks. Then I can play Breath of the Wild, Warriors. Like, Let's go. I was ecstatic to see this news. I was like, thank I love you, that the- CD Projekt Red. <laughs> I love that I've dragged you into the War Viking land. I have somebody else messaged me. Marcus messaged me a the, long time. The Assassin's my Creed marketing blitz gets me every time. Every time. Every year I look at it and I go, I'm not going to get it. And then about a month out, they start showing all yeah. these videos and things. I'm like, oh, you're going to get it because you can stab people and then axe them with your War Viking lady. Yep. I'm so pumped about that game. I'm so yep. excited. And Number guess what? One. It's going to have a ton of bugs, too. Oh, I know it is. I don't care. I don't. I that that one. I'm just like willing to ride it out because they put strong female characters with axes in their video games. Like That's you can point. get me a lot. You can get me pretty far with that. I do care. Uh, uh, I, I was giving Kevin some flack earlier. I care to the point. Like I, I really hate when games crash. Um, okay. I see a lot of people that are like dismissive. I'm like, ah, it's okay. It's like I don't think so. Like when you buy a game, you expect that it runs. <laughs> like, I, I feel like say, that's the base minimum expectation is that you can play it without it turning off. <laughs> I uh, I will say I've never I'm trying to think and I played Unity at launch. OK, just want to put that out there. I've never had an Assassin's Creed crash to desktop on me. I'm sure that it's completely anecdotal. It's just not something I've ever had happen. Um, lots of other games have. Let me tell you, yeah. but not that one. Yeah. So I don't know. Look, I'm. Just hold on to the cyberpunk until it's ready. Don't release a half-baked and even more broken version of this video game. People are too excited, and a lot of people are not getting hardware in November. Hmm. New hardware. Just People are finish, mad. They're just, how many delays and delays and delays and delays? It, it's been rocky, and I don't fault people for being upset and for being disappointed and expressing frustration. Like, we're allowed to have feelings, people. Like, that's the just reality of the world. Just but, don't talk about it until it's ready to release. Yeah, and then... Then everybody would be like, mad about how much they don't know. That's also that. Point of the but matter, like, look, people are just going to be mad. That's the point. People are always going to be mad, and uh, <laughs> people are allowed their anger as long as they're not using it to express death threats at anyone. Let me be that very clear. Ridiculous. You're allowed to feel your feelings, but don't do that. That's ridiculous. That's, that's crappy. Don't do it. Don't be that person. All right. Let's talk about another. This one's, I mean, people are still mad. Let's talk about 343. People are really mad about this, which. Yeah. Okay. Right. I've been talking a lot. You run this one now. All right. So 343 outlined that they are implementing a new coatings customization feature. So weapons, armor, vehicle, player skins, they will have the ability to have coatings. This will replace the primary and secondary colors of your. Um, So this will be like patterns, materials. If you play Gears Tactics, they have all kinds of this stuff. You can. Destiny does this. Yes, Destiny does does this. Every gun, shoulder pad, knee pad, helmet. You can style differently, have a different pattern, a different material, a different matte finish or rustic finish, different color. Fortnite. Fortnite does this too. Um, They'll cover all that different stuff. And then the Halo Infinite Community Manager responded and he said that. you, they will have microtransactions, but it won't be the only way that you'll be able to acquire them. You can acquire them in game and also during special events. Okay. So I, I wanted to do this story justice because I was following it over the weekend. And there are people that are big mad. They are real mad. And I saw about what the so microtransactions or the colors. It's it's okay. two things. One, it's microtransactions, which I feel like is easily said. It's a free to play game. 
We knew it was going to yeah. have microtransactions. Like, yeah, yeah. I, that doesn't make that holds zero water for me. Like, if you're like, I don't like that it has microtransactions. Well, you know what? Suck it. I don't know what to do. Like, that sucks for you. It's a free game, right? They, they it, got they got to make money somehow. What? That's yeah. a ridiculous thing to say. The second thing that I uh, that I read, and I want to try to do it justice because I, I admittedly am not a Halo person. I don't play multiplayer, so I don't know how important this is to people. But apparently, it's important to some. They're mad that. I guess the materials you'll have to unlock or buy because like clans or certain groups would yes. squat up together and have like armor. Yes. So though it's the red versus blue thing where the people would color How and, big and a dial deal themselves. Is that if it's like a dollar ninety nine, just everybody pay two dollars. I mean and look the same. There it because I think one, because people like to be mad on the internet. Let's just state that as point one. That's not the only point. Two, it sucks to have to pay some for something that I guess they they didn't they have, have to before. before. And three, uh, well, we don't know that yet. No, no, no. Halo multiplayer is completely free to play. Oh, the, the multiplayer you is going to be You can play it without live. You can play it on PC. True. You can play it free to play That's wherever right. you can play it. Well, I, I think the, the third point is like, I don't know. People don't want to spend the money on that. You know, I, I, I get and I get it. But I think that people have to wrap their head around the fact that the multiplayer here is changing. It's different. It's set up a little different than it was before. So I think this has more to do. The anger probably has more to do with the shift. This is the part that it I, does the I thing. think I might not fully understand. So what I'm about to say might be completely wrong. I got the sense that you won't be able to customize it to your exact liking. So uh, a coding may have a pattern and it may be red and it may be matte. You won't be able to take that coding and then make it shiny and sure. without a pattern like that coding it's like it's its own thing it's like the one variation of this thing so for example if you want the special awesome silver armor that's checkerboarded mm -hmm. you have to get that coding you can't like make it you know right. so i think that's where people are upset about but i and i think halo's response was but then this allows us to have so much more variations yeah they, they're all a thousand the of these different combinations well, maybe the concern is too, and I'm I'm speaking out. I don't know if this is an actual concern. What if you can't buy the specific thing you want, and you have to play the gotcha game? That would suck. So, oh no, hang on. But here's a here's this is a very good clarification. There is zero loot boxes in this game. Okay, good. It good. Is, you buy good. the costume or you unlock Fine. it. Okay, it. that takes away what I would be pissed about. I, I imagine that they'll have the some gotcha special game. raid or some special weekend where you can just get that armor that day. I imagine there'll be something like that. Um, right. I, <laughs> you know, sometimes I have an opinion and I feel like I'm just like being a, like a shill for Xbox. Well, Donnie. <laughs> zero problems with this at all. And I guess I, maybe it's because I'm not a multiplayer guy. Like I've, I, I was reading this news. I was like, I don't, I really don't get why you're all upset. <laughs> I think this is, and I, unfortunately I don't have the counter argument to you because I just don't, I just don't care. Like I even really when don't I play, care either. I just don't care. <laughs> and even when I play multiplayer, which I will play if you convince me, I don't clan. I don't, I will wear the dumbest outfit. I played through a lot of doom. I mean, I like a cool outfit. outfit. I want to find something that's cool, but like, do I, I need care. all of PSVG to like have the same thing so we can, no, I don't, I don't really care about any of that. Well, you can't herd cats. So and that's as long just as I can play like, what does it matter? Like, you know, I don't have the gold armor. Okay, well, then I'll just pick up the other armor. I'll just be purpled today. Like, I, I like, I think we don't have the investment here. I'm sure game. someone does. It's a video game. But I get, like, 
I get people's angst, and I think a lot of it is coming from a place of uncertainty about what this game is going to be. And, and they're not talking about what this game is going to be a whole lot. So that's true. And I and I think the re- and the, one of the reasons that they did mention the fact that they talked about this is because the marketing deals that they have are already showcasing this. Exactly. You have but, the Monster Energy drinks that are giving out the codes. They've got the other armor that's coming out. You know, yeah, so like people to. are like, how is this working? So they had to come out and say something. And I get that like it used to be you could pick your own color, but I really don't see what's that big of a deal. Like, hey, you want the cool red one? It's two bucks. Yeah, I if it's, it's two, two bucks. bucks if that. it's two bucks, you know. But I, I do I get that. I do it in a Fortnite lot of all the time. We've bought like thirteen yeah. skins. I don't Oh, we do that all the time. Yeah, and if you I don't care, lot- you don't have to buy them. But if you do care, then buy them. You can. Them. Yeah. I think like I said, I think a lot of this is displaced angst. There's not as much information as people want about what this is gonna be and how it's gonna work. And you're getting like this cosmetics kind of like they want to know more about the actual game and like so they're like displacing the mad onto something that they Lobo can get in the mad chat. about. He says 10 minutes in the 343 <laughs> forums and you won't ever return. He's not wrong that 343 like Halo fans are super picky people. They yeah. want to play the game. They want. That's why I said to you on a previous episode, you cannot. I have been doing <laughs> have this, this armor right. for yes. seven years and I want to do the same thing. Well, th- I'm sorry. <laughs> that's real. But like I said, I think that's what this is coming from. This is an angst over not knowing anything and displacing that frustration into something that they can then get mad about. You know what I mean? Like we all do this. This I wanted to bring it up because I know that there are a lot of people that I was looking at some threads and stuff and I know there are a lot of people that are angry and I don't feel like oftentimes I do a good job of covering Halo stuff. So I wanted to try to address it, but I'm curious uh, to see more details about how this is all. Dude, I want some Cleveland Browns Halo armor, just like Fortnite. (sighs) I want the Batman Halo armor, just like Fortnite. Okay. Okay. I want to be a things. I want to be a unicorn like Doom Eternal let me be. I crap you not. And it was the best. It's so stupid. Let me do that. I want to be somewhere I want to like a Halo dumb. fan is throwing their phone. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> done with us. They're setting pictures of us on fire. Look, please just no voodoo. Okay, I fall up the stairs <laughs> from bad joints enough as it already is. Can you just leave my knees alone? Thanks. And now for the Game Pass updates part of the show, because I feel like we get this. Game Pass so podcast. It's, it's oh that's a lot that's a tongue twister so there's a bunch of stuff coming onto and leaving game pass i mean we let's do leaving first leaving is shorter the lego star wars 3 after party rise and shine tacoma lord of the rings the adventure card game which i didn't even know was a thing and the red strings club are all leaving game pass as of the 30th of this month donnie what's going on we got cardo, cardo. five nights I've Freddy's. never played Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, oh ever. scared the crap out of me that first yeah? one. Uh, yeah, I think it I'm scared play the hell it out then. of me. Um, it's a jump scare game. It's there to make you like, you know, get scared, startle. I think those are out on the quest. So let me just play that in VR and pee myself. That'll be there fun. There you go. We have a uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds on Android. Scourgebringer. I'm excited about this. This yeah? looks great. Yeah, Scourgebringer looks really cool. What, so. what about it? I, it's it's another it's not for you it's a run based game never mind you know how you feel about these games let's not even play games here unruly heroes is coming to console and android and pc celeste is coming to android console and pc celeste is so good deep rock i'll be excited when it says instead of saying android it just says streaming oh um, you wanted to say x cloud i do yeah deep yeah, rock galactic coming to android console and pc east shade nights and bikes was a uh, <laughs> Switch Indie that I wanted to play that I never jumped on, so I'm happy to see it come to Game also Pass. Also on PS4, for those of you who have one of mm-hmm. those, and Steam, it's delightful. Uh, it's an, like a story-told adventure yeah. type. It's good. Play that. Ark Survival Evolved Explorer's Edition comes to Android, console, and PC 
on the 17th. So we've got all the games from October 27th through November 17th coming to Game Pass. And and then um, then the console will be out somewhere in there. mm -hmm. I saw the PlayStation Plus games got announced, and I was on my Xbox Twitter timeline. A lot of people were talking about where Games or Gold was. And uh, I don't think I've ever actually... I've probably definitely referenced it on the show, but we have a lot of new listeners. I'm never going to cover the Games with Gold updates on Xbox Empire because I don't care. I, really uh, I, re- I will say that I often redeem them to my account and I have used I them. I don't even but I, do that. See, I don't ever play them when I redeem them. If it's I'm notable, right? If it's like, hey, Call yeah. of Duty is in Games with Gold, I'll bring that up. But most of the games are not noticeable. Notable. A lot of them are back in pat things. A yes, lot of them most of them are back. Yes. And I never really care about the case as to which one's better. Who won this month? Game with Gold or PlayStation Plus? Care. It's like, yeah, I the don't... answer? The answer is Game Pass. <laughs> Again, this is the Game Pass podcast. This the, is the, the Game Pass podcast. The, the, the way that people omit Game Pass from these monthly... Because here's the, I only ever hear about Games with Gold once a month, and it's when PlayStation Plus gets announced. Yeah, the PlayStation and Plus I'm announcement. Like, I, don't... I do not care. I wish they would old yeller this program. Just get rid of it. Just Yeah, I agree. It's just Game Pass now. Everything goes Game Pass. Well, I think this gives them the option to just kind of nudge some older games into people's laps that they might check out and then check out the newer games on Game Pass. I think that's some of it. And also just... Don't care. I don't care either. I don't... I redeem them to my account, but I almost never play them. Uh, I am never going to be sympathetic to the person without Game Pass and an Xbox case. Don't care. Get Game if Pass. you're paying for gold at this point and what are you not doing? Game Pass, then what are you I'm doing? confused. Yeah. A little I'm never going to be said. I when I said that uh, today, I reached out. Uh, I tweeted back at somebody who was talking about this very same thing, and he was like, "But there are people that have game the games as goal without Game Pass." I was like, "Yeah, and there we are." We don't care about those people. I don't, oh, I don't understand. I still care about you. I as don't. People, stop. Money, stop wasting your money. Him. Stop <sighs> wasting your money and get Game Pass. Get you with sh- the program already. You are served to. I will say this is the nice way to say this. He's the tough cop. I'm the nice cop. You are better served in buying a few fewer games per year, physical games, to buy Game Pass than you would be otherwise. Just getting just gold. read off ten games that are coming out this month. I and even if you want, if, if you want to play, if one game a month comes to Game Pass that you want to play, and you're already buying gold, so you deduct that price from the difference, you do make out. So oh, like you think make about out in it. droves. You don't have to buy gears. You just get gears for free. Like that's the reason I don't want to talk about it. I don't care about it. Because like, because what's going to happen? They're going to put out like you know like Lego Star Wars one from three sixty, and people are going to be like, "Games of Gold sucks this month." It's like, who are you? Who's tweeting think- this hot hot take? What headline writer? Are <laughs> Not you? a hot. You're just missing out on this giant program called Game Pass <sighs> that is the center of the console. That is no longer a hot take. That is, I left my coffee out and have to reheat it. Take such okay? a those is not dumb waste of time. He's so grumpy, guys. I'm sorry. I'm I just, not sorry. Is, I like I get grumpy this way with game was gold. With game was gold. Like who? Who cares? <laughs> I've kind of felt like this for a long time with PlayStation Plus too. Like I don't necessarily subscribe to PlayStation Plus for like I don't. And they they do they do care. better because they don't they have do game better. Pass. They they do do better. Well, they have, but, but they have but the they other don't, service. Right? But they no. don't. See again. <laughs> Game Pass. It all comes back to Game Pass. Oh, God. I would like to note that I don't get Game Pass for free because of this podcast. Mm. I pay for my, my crap, and so does I. We should. I have a but big here square that BMOX made me that says, I got Game Pass because of Donnie Reese. And that's we a shirt. We need t shirts. We need t shirts. I want that on a mug. 
I just want a mug that says, why don't you have Game Pass? That's I'm working what I on want it. Mug. I gave Rebecca the store. She's working on it. She's doing oh, stuff. Oh, no. Yeah, Becca. Let's go. I'm here for that. I'll give you that one, too. Nice. All right. Let's talk about questions, because this is my favorite part of the show, because you guys ask really good questions. Um, okay. I'm going to... Before I get to this first question, Microsoft decided to take a meme and make it a real thing. And they have sent a couple of celebrities Xbox Series X themed refrigerators. They have a giveaway. And they're giving one away. And I, I don't want it often, so bad. I want it real bad. I told my wife I'd remodel the entire kitchen. She's super scared. Here's what happened. I said, <laughs> I saw God. the tweet and I said, Xbox made a refrigerator. And yeah. my wife legit looked at this as... My, my poor wife. You would think that through osmosis, she would learn more from me. She looked at me and she goes, why? To keep their console cool? Oh, my God. I love her already because <laughs> she's like, so she's so pure and you haven't ruined her. Oh, do you, you, you hear what I said to her? I said, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't pull a knife out of the knife block. That was I'm my legitimately surprised. Response. I was like, so <laughs> I showed my husband this as a flip side and he looks at my phone and he looks directly into my face and he goes... That would look nice in the garage because nice. we always we keep he he see the man likes living and being alive so he doesn't mock me quite as much. After I teased her for that ridiculous statement, she said, "I showed her the video. We watched it unveil and everything, and she kept looking at it. And she goes, and when it came done, she looked at me. She looked me right in the eyes, and she goes, do 'Don't.' Yeah, she I, thought I, that they were purchasable and that I was oh going God. to buy one. That, Speaking of that, I think it was Aaron Greenberg who tweeted something about wanting to know if people would buy a mini fridge. And I was like, yo, yes, I'll right put that here. in my basement so fast. Give me that. Oh, if I, I can only see it now. Like, I'm going to take out my sink because it's, it's got to go right in the middle. So take out the sink, get new cabinets. The cabinets are black, black granite countertops. Put the Xbox fridge right in the center of the kitchen. Build the rest of the kitchen around it and then put in some green LED lights that shine down on top of it. For anybody who listens to this in the audio version, I am rubbing my temples just for for Donnie's wife, like in give solidarity with me her. The soul. fridge, Xbox. I will don't put give it him to the fridge. Use. He's going to end up divorced. I will <laughs> give it, him but that I'll, fridge. But, but I'm keeping the fridge. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. The, she'd be like, "Sure, fine. You can live with your fridge in the backyard. The house belongs to me. You can have the Chris, dog. I'm keeping the fridge. yeah. Oh, you can have the dog." Chris asked, "If you were to win that fridge." What drink and gaming snack would you make sure you had in there at all times? So this is a good question because so, you're new here. Do you snack when you game? I do, but I don't like I it depends. I keep a bag of something. Usually I'm not a, I don't mm. eat candy at night, but I'll like I eat like Doritos or and I use chopsticks so uh, I don't get yeah, the we dust talked on about the that. Right. Yeah, the chopsticks. Uh, get your chopsticks, kids. Get good at using chopsticks so you don't ruin your controllers. Um refrigerated snacks though, like Okay, look. I was sitting there thinking, I, like, what does that even mean? I love string cheese. Ooh, good. Polio cool. only. Polio string cheese only. I can't stand any of the other brands. I don't like it. This thing would have a grip of string cheese in it at all times. Good pull. Just, just a stack. Um, I don't really snack when I play games. At best, it's jelly beans. I do okay. love jelly beans. I eat jelly beans all the time. Can't keep um, those in the fridge. You'll I'm split a filling open. Diabetic because of it. But uh, <laughs> it would be drinks. I'm not a beer guy. But um, sodas and uh, okay. sodas and water. I like the sparkling water. We go through like cases and cases and cases of sparkling I, water a week. I drink so much seltzer. I quit drinking like four or five years ago. And like, I guess every person who quits drinking goes right to seltzer. I don't know why, but oh, that's yeah? like a thing. Really? We all do it. I don't know uh, why. I drink Maybe the seltzer just... and then drink. Then drink the alcohol. <laughs> See, 
I used to mix them. I don't do that anymore, but I we both. drink a crap load of seltzer in my house. So it would probably just be lined with seltzer. And then a couple of, like, I will drink energy drinks. I'm not, I'm, I'm an adult. I drink those halo them. coatings. I don't usually drink energy drinks with sugar in them. So they got sugar free versions. They do. I'm going to buy it. You know who I am. I'm an idiot. So those would be probably what I would keep in there, but there would be an entire stack of string cheese. I, I love legit cheese. monster sponsored master chief armor coating. It's just this monster. <laughs> just the M's all down it in different colors. It would have to be rainbow because they have oh. M's in every color for their different flavors. I would put that seat. That's the kind of stupid I'm here for. Yeah. I would put that on my character. The exclusive, with the the exclusive skin that you can only get when you buy the, the thing. I'm, yeah. I would wear it. I know who I am. Uh, the next one I like also, Bowza asks, after hearing very positive reviews for the DualSense controller, do you think Xbox will release a haptic-enhanced controller at some point this gen? This is a really good question. This is a great question. I don't know the answer. You're buying I don't know a where PS5, so how do you feel about the reception of the controller? So I'm actually kind of excited to get my hands on this controller. And I say this because it's new. And sure. different, right? Yep. It's like the light bar. Yeah, it might be a gimmick and it might not end up cashing in and amounting to anything. But when you open the Xbox and you pull out that new controller, it's very similar to yeah. what you've been it's playing the same with. Thing we've always had. So it's exciting to get something that's kind of silly and new and does something different. So I'm actually really excited about this thing. And I kind of wish in my soul that the Microsoft controller was different, like a little bit more different. I'm going but. to take the opposite approach. I'm going to be team okay. Xbox here. Um, Xbox was different last gen. You're right. They put in their motors. They were the first controller that have haptics. It's not the same kind of haptics, but they have haptics on their triggers, and you can feel it when you play Forza. And so they're, they've already kind of done it. And it's not the same. What PlayStation is doing is more and better. I 100% mm -hmm. get that. But Xbox doesn't need to make it different because so many of their players already like what they have. I think to that point, too, is that what you're getting when you buy this new Xbox is a box that you plug in and turn on and looks and feels very similar to the box you just had. More but better. And turn on. It's the same yeah. thing but better. You're going to be very comfortable. The UI is the same across both these generations with a, with a little bit of moving backgrounds on the new box and everything. And so the controller matches that strategy. Yep. Whereas I think Sony is like, you're going to turn this thing on. And it's going to be a whole different UI you've yep. never seen before, a whole different feel. They believe in generations. They believe... <laughs> I believe in generations. Uh, so I don't think Microsoft will do it because I don't think they have to. That's the best way I'm going to say it. I don't think there's any need to do this. I don't think they feel like this has to be there. The biggest so question that I have regarding Bowser's question is whether or not devs are going to use it. I'm curious. That's the this thing. Is, this is the Wii U all over again. The game DualShock had all 3. kinds of stuff that you could do with it. But getting developers to actually implement it and do it was a big problem. Yeah. And uh, the PlayStation 4 was the same way, the touchpad. Sony did this with the PS3 as well, with the motion. Do you yeah. remember throwing grenades in Uncharted? Do you remember how pissed off that made you? I hate it. I hate it. Um, if developers use this, and I think that this has more use than like motion, haptics are cool. If developers use this, it could be awesome, especially in something like a horror game or a driving game. Mm -hmm. Beyond that, like... I guess and apparently Astro Astrobot does it like a lot of people yes. are very you know raving about the the tension on the on the triggers and stuff like that and it, I guess to your to that point I mean I, I guess I would concede that it sounds like a brand new way of feeling how to play a video game I think that's cool I think Sony kind of has to right if you're going to come into this as a complete refresh system then you better give me that 
Whereas if Microsoft's strategy is to come into this and say, you can just unplug the cables that you have in the back of the one you have now and plug them into this new one, then yeah, you better give me something that feels very similar, you know, or maybe a little better. So uh, I think we'll just, they're just going to stick with their triggers. If it becomes that- something that's super adopted, that actually becomes, if it becomes like Assassin's Creed Valhalla is better to play on PlayStation because of it, then I think Xbox will react. Do I expect that maybe. to be the case? I, I, I actually don't. If you're asking me to, to guess, I would guess that first-party devs will make good use of this. Some other devs will put some effort into at least deploying and like driving and shooting. You'll feel the vibrations. The vibrations will feel a little bit better than they do on Xbox. But I don't expect sure. somebody to. I don't expect a third party to go hard on designing around the haptics of the controller. I, I agree. I agree. I think you'll get a game here and there that'll do it. I don't, but I don't think it'll be enough for Microsoft to be like, oh, we have to. That's what I think. Would be interesting if this is something that they added to the Elite. They've really, yes. not, they've never really touched like gimmicks with the Elite. The Elite's always about quality, precision. But, yeah, precision. But it would be like, interesting if they come out with an Elite model that had some haptic built-in feature that the regular one doesn't. But it's already so expensive. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Then it'll be a four hundred dollar controller, That'd and I'll want it. PlayStation selling their controller at seventy. You can't cost that much to put in there. I wonder. Yeah, I, mean, I wonder. If yeah. you're already you're selling right. a controller at one hundred eighty dollars, like what's another ten bucks? <laughs> That's how I feel about this entire generation. Because, well, what's another thing, ten bucks? With the I new just... controller, I'm really excited about the new controller. Um, I'll say it again: screen share, screen share button. That's I'm really excited. But they also have that D pad that they're pulling from the Elite. The- so I like that D-pad because I was looking at some of the high-res photos and listening to some, um, you know, discussion on that D-pad. Yeah. And it's it's like the Elite's disc, but they raise the four cardinal directions slightly. So you can feel around it better. That's what I wanted yeah. out of the Elite's pad. And I wish they would sell that for the Elite. Mm-hmm. Like if they would they sell will. me an attachment, because I would love to put comes. that on. <laughs> I really like the circle, but yeah. I want the cardinals to bump out because yep. of how I play certain games with the D-pad. I've also so. heard that, um, you know, the rounded um, bumpers better to yes. hold the hand and i've also heard from everybody that has them the heft of the controller feels elite yeah everybody says that it feels like they took the lessons they learned with that elite and put it into this new controller and it's got the texture yeah yeah so it's not like you're just going to pick up the same old xbox controller um everybody i've listened to is like yeah this is the best controller um, <gasps> so i'm that's so excited exciting. to get all of this so hardware then, you think about that so if they took a lot of what made the elite marketable and they put mm-hmm. it in their regular model, then how do they make the next Elite? elite? I honestly, I, well, then yeah, you could be right, more motors, or do they bother? Or do they bother? That's another good point. Like, why bother? Like, why bother I to wouldn't. sell this thing? I if it was me, because like, then you're yes. asking developers to program for two different controllers. It's like, at the end of the day, who cares? I, honestly, I think the, the history of gaming has been paved with controller gimmicks yeah. that come around sure. and go. It's just, but at the end of the day, we want two sticks, a D-pack, four face buttons, and four triggers. Yeah, I think to, to to the point about the Elite, I could see them getting rid of the Elite. They've had so many problems across the That's two true. generations with RMAing those things and people being frustrated and the price tag. I could see them just not making an Elite Series 3 and saying, you know what? We took all the lessons we learned, put it into our base controller, and we're just going to give you every color option you can reasonably imagine. But we're not going to do this anymore because we're actually just it's more stressful than it's worth it for us. So I could see them not even bothering. I don't think so. Oh, you think you're going to get an elite three when (sighs) (laughs) so do you think in the next, by the end of next year, do you think you'll get an elite three? No, 
Okay. I think it'll be I don't think so because yeah. the the Xbox Custom Studio won't come back online. Like Design Labs won't come back online until after 2021. Yep. So it'll be late yeah. 2021. So I imagine Elite Three is 2022 at the earliest. That'll be interesting. I'm curious to see if they bother. I think I'm Gear Six could also be 2022 at the earliest. <sighs> I would say the earliest. They haven't said anything about that yeah. thing. So unless I just it's think magically it's been done, 2019. They have a great engine. It's proving itself right now. Agreed. So I don't think it needs to be redesigned and reworked and everything. I think what they have now works. So if they're working on it now, and let's say they have been for the past year in pre-pro, you give it 2021, 2022, maybe 2023 if COVID has been really I agree. hard. I was going to say dev cycles have been tough. I could see 2023 yeah. just yeah. because everything is getting bumped. It's just the reality of our of every industry right now, to be and honest, if, even mine. If they're going to do a remaster or something, then you push it back even further. But Agree. Yeah, I would imagine that we will at least see a, an Elite controller with Gears. And I do think right. Xbox will keep, keep the Elite thing because I think it's a part of their brand. And I think it's a part of their franchises. I think Halo and Gears folks want to play on Elite controllers. Fair enough. I love mine. I use it on PC and console. It's like one, it's, it's one of my favorite it controllers. because it was selling for obscene amounts of money. It's um, a good controller, though. I actually I sold my Elite 2 when they showed us this new controller. Okay. I was like, I'm just going to use that. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. I'm kind yeah. of excited to get them side by side because mm. I have both. And I'm kind that's of good. excited to see, like, you know, with, with the exception of the paddles, what's different. You know what I mean? That's something we can have Sean do for us. Oh, yeah. Click the buttons. Click the buttons into the microphone. I'm going to make him absolutely insane. I already love you, Sean, and I'm sorry in advance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do one more question and then we will call it a day. You have one you want to talk about, Donnie? In this lovely list, I haven't read through them all. Oh, I love you. You're so good. You just put uh, me on, on blast. So I, I would. Let I have about it. this one. This one's slightly controversial. This one by Mark. Do you agree? There's not enough original games made these days. Too much emphasis on game sequels. Do I agree? No. There's a ton of original games to be made every day. They're publishing them every month, every week. There's indie game. There's tons of stuff. Do I believe that games, for the most part, haven't innovated and new gameplay designs i would i would agree with that sure i think we've done a lot of what games can do i think vr might have been the last big iteration but even then vr truly is just a next step of motion controls it's really just motion controls for your face Um, but everything else about it like you're waving wands around like that spatial measuring like it's we it's connect it's all of that um they just did it for your face they did it for your glasses that's really what vr is um, but yeah, I mean, we shoot stuff, we climb stuff, we do puzzles, um, we have adventure sure. games, we combine elements, we combine things, we find things. We really haven't done something completely new in a video game in a while. It's more like we take something and we apply it to a different situation or a different way that's different. Um, but still, I mean, I don't think that's a lack of originality. I just think it's a lack no. of, uh... I mean, what else could you do? <laughs> like, that's well, the thing I, about what's the unknown. You, like, you don't know until somebody does it. I think the flip side of this, too, is like a lot of what is innovative is shifted into smaller games, right? Because yeah, they definitely. are more nimble to be innovative, right? So, like, you look at these big studios and, like, unfortunately, there's a dude sitting in a back room crunching a bunch of numbers and deciding what the return on investment has to be. Well, it's hard and to that s- we're going to commit $100 million of development to something. We don't know if people like it or not. Yeah, you can't that's just a make risk. a risk. 
you can't just make a big beefy game that way anymore. It doesn't work that way anymore. You have to make the sequel and then flip something inside the sequel on its head. Watch Dogs is a really good example of that. Like, what if we made a sequel where you could play every NPC, but we're, we're leveraging money we've already made and fans we already have? Sure. You just can't do brand new, very innovative or different with AAA. It's hard. They just... Games cost a lot of money I to make. I think you can, but um, even when you see those, I think oftentimes, so like what I would pull from recent example would be like Ghost of Tsushima. I would use Deathloop probably as mine, where you're going, I think, with this. Like but it's yeah. a brand new IP and it's a brand new game, but it's very familiar from a game yes. design aspect and it's not something we've never thought we couldn't do before. Right. Um, and then you have a very talented team at, at Sucker Punch that you believe in, so you let them do that. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, I... I yeah, so I, I wouldn't agree. I think there's plenty of original games. Yeah. It depends on what you want to say is original, right? Are you talking about just new IP Oberdin. with similar concepts? Yeah, Ober now Oberdin is an indie game, yeah. right? So that's that's exactly my point. They can afford a lot more nimbleness and to just do the thing. You know what I mean? Like, And I think a lot of the really interesting ideas and stories have kind of moved into that. You mm -hmm. get great AAA stories, but you're getting an open world game from Sucker Punch, and you've done one of those before. And that's fine. Yep. And Deathloop is very similar. It's like, well, it's it's very arcane, but with a new concept, with a new twist. And that's what you're going to see. Um, I don't know that I would say that there's a ton of emphasis on sequels. I think it's just that, look, people keep buying them, man. <laughs> I don't know that that's, you're going well, you you to sell it. You know? When you invest millions and millions of dollars into a team, and then they invest all of that time and effort into an engine, into a world, into a fantasy, and into an IP. There's no point of them just putting it on a shelf, especially right. if it's successful. That's not the point. The, the point of launching a new IP is to hopefully have two or three Which, sequels out of that IP. Yeah. It becomes, like, that's your return on investment discussion. Yeah. You, you built the engine for Gears 4. You updated that engine. Of course, you're going to leverage it until the, the rock runs out of blood. Yep. That's the way this works. And they'll do the same thing with Ghosts. Well, ghost to I agree. Usually, the sequels are what's paying you back for the investment on the original, on the first it's, one. It's usually that second game like that Horizon? you actually like. Yeah, <laughs> they spend all this time and everything diving into what Horizon is, so they could make Horizon Two. That's the money sure. maker. Yeah, or sell you DLC. Yeah. To that point, also like re reworking God of War. Do you think they reworked God of War to make you one game? No, are you out of your mind? Yeah, it's a lot of time and investment. You know, but I, I think that this, I thought this question was interesting because it's like, it is interesting to think about how the industry has shifted. It used to be like a, the original announcement of Assassin's Creed, the first. It's a ton of money into a completely new concept and they can do that. We can't do that really anymore. You don't see as much of that because games have gotten more expensive to make, but they're not selling for more dollars per copy. And we also see less people in the space and that's because they, you swing, you're a swing and a miss away from going under unless Bankrupt. you're backed by... A Microsoft or a Ubisoft where they can stomach one. Exactly. You know? And they don't often want to stomach one. No, nobody anymore. does because it's very costly. It, the margins are very close. You're, like I said, you're still selling games for 60 bucks, maybe 70 That's bucks. That's why you make a gen. smaller experience to kind of proof test the, the experience. You get a grounded out there. You get a bleeding edge out there to like, yeah. let's see what this is. And maybe if it's something, we'll, we'll really do it. Or you see a studio that makes a couple of smaller games that gets picked up by one of these bigger studios and wrapped up. The grounded demo with the koi and stuff. No, not yet. I'm interested in that so game, good. but I haven't jumped in. Oh man, maybe I have to check that out in my free time. There's so many video games. There's so many. There's so many video games that everybody who's listening to this podcast should go play some video games because there's sure. just going to be more video games. It's never going to stop. 
I'm going to be very tired for the entire month of November. Can't wait. Valhalla, pumped. Call of Duty. It's going to be so much Woo. fun. I'm pumped. I know you're pumped. I think that's going to do it this week, unless you got anything else going on, Donnie. That sounds good. Yeah. All right, kids. Follow us on the social medias. I'm going to say it like I'm your mom. Follow us on the Twitter bird app. I'm E.T. Dragon. He's Eat the Hype. You can also follow the Xbox Empire if you want to keep up with when we're going to go live. We usually are. It's always the same time, but it's going to get a little wonky over the next couple of weeks, potentially, because of guests. That's all I'm going to say about that. And hang out with us on the Discord. There'll probably be gifts everywhere. If in the lately PlayStation has been... room. Oh, it's just Come gifts and anger in there. And you can hear me make fun of PlayStation folks. Well, and then we... uh, the No More Heroes hype over in Shack Room. Yeah. Come party. Come Then in random, you can see, so I don't know. Don't go in there. It's scary in there. I'm just kidding. Come hang out on the Discord. Uh, tweet us. Let us know what you guys are playing and what you guys want us to maybe talk about or, or questions. And until then, go play some video games, and we will see you next week. Good night, folks. Bye. Bye.